long mini growth. In the third verse, over him whom he did predestinate, he also called. Whom he called, then he also justified. And whom he justified, then he also glorified. All right? So we see justified to make or declare right. And we see glorified is just an honor. What don't we see? Some of you have heard. Qualified. <laughs> people have said in the past, I heard people say, whom he called, he qualified. Y'all heard that. I heard that. So I looked up qualified and said, well, maybe so. And I looked it up. And qualified means having necessary skill or knowledge or ability to do something uh, or training. That's qualified. Now, you see, in college, they have to qualify to be in the, the uh, elite eight or the final four. So that means they have to keep on winning. In the NBA, you don't make the playoffs unless you win a certain amount of games. And so you have to qualify to be in the playoffs. But you know something? We don't have to qualify to be in God's family. Because God, that, that, you know, see that, you see that foreknow there? That foreknow means to for love. God loved us so. Uh, when he looked at the children of Israel, he had pity on them. And he loved them from eternity. They were God's chosen people. We don't know why they were chosen. God just chose them. He, he bestowed his love upon them. See, um, God, for God knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the, the ungodly, your parents. See, God knows. Sometimes we people, we see people that's doing things that are ungodly, and, they, and they'll say, God knows. Yeah, God does know. <laughs> You know, he knows if you're godly. He knows if you're ungodly. He loves you anyway. Even when you're in trouble, God still has a plan for your life. You know, sometimes we, we get in trouble. The scripture says um, in Exodus 2 and 25, and God looked upon the children of Israel, and God had respect upon them. Then he says, God knows the way of the righteous, but the way ungodly shall perish. And Hosea says, I did know thee in the wilderness, in the land of great drought. God, we see, we, we look at God and say, God, did you see that? In our lives? When we go through some trouble, we, we, we say, God, did you see it? God knows. And, and so when we go through things, we have to ask the question, God, what should I learn from this situation? What are you doing in my life? And sometimes he brings humility in our life. Um, there is a time when people will say they know God. And I do these things for God. But you know what God says? And... Um, he says um, in Matthew 7, 23, 
Then I will profess to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. They're going to say, God, I did this in your name, and I did that in your name. But God will say, I never knew you. See, what we want to do today is stay connected. Amen. Stay connected to the body. So, if, if any man love God, he is known of God. And who God foreknew, he foreloved. Okay? Um, Galatians 4 9. But after now, after ye have known God, or rather are known of God, how ye again turn to the weak and beggarly elements wherein you desire to be in bondage. You see, I know God, and to know him, we sing a song, and to know him is to love him. Mm -hmm. And if I love him, I don't want to turn and go back again to those weak and beggarly elements. <laughs> and you know what we can do? We can stay connected. You know, there's strength in unity. Yes. Amen. There's strength in being connected with the body of Christ. I'm going to read a few scriptures here, and what we're going to see is God's love, and when he talks about we, and he talks about us, he's talking about the church. Yeah. Um, but now, this is Galatians 4 and 9, now, if you know God, but now after ye have known God, or rather are known of him, how turn to the weak and bigly elements. 1 John 3 and 1. Behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon what? Us. That we, we, should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it know him not. You see, we have love in there. And um, love is, love covers. We want to say that love covers. We have we in there. And we have us in there. The we and the us is the church. Okay? Um, so foreknowledge means that God purposed from eternity to love and redeem the human race through Christ. God had a plan. God has a plan for your life. We talked a little bit about Sunday school. God's plan is not for you to sit and do nothing. All right? God has so gifted you as an individual that he may work in you what he will work in you. Uh, the, the, the gift that he has given you, it motivates you. And um, it causes you to do the work. So God commended his love toward us while we were yet sinners. He died for us. While we were doing things against God, God, he still died for us. You know, I think about something. When Jesus knew that Judas was going to betray him, he still washed his feet. Knowing that he's going to betray him, he still washed his feet. And so while we were yet sinners, God died for us. All right? Um, Ephesians 1 to 4 says, According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, 
that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. And in Ephesians, we see us and we, and we see love. So you see, love covers. We are the church. And when it talks about us, it's talking about the church. Um, we didn't love God first, but God loved us first. And we're just returning that love back to God because he loved us first. Um, but God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, where he loved us. And then, and again, let's go to John 15. Let's go to John 15. We're going to see here how important it is for us to be connected. Now, John 1 through 5, it talks about the verse, but in 4, I just want to um, focus on the fourth verse. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. You see, election is primarily corporate. God elected a people. Okay, now, think about this. Peter was in, they came to get Jesus, and Peter cut the high priest's ear off. And Jesus put it back on. Um, Peter, and Jesus put it back on. Now, if Jesus would have left that ear on the ground, it would shrivel and die. Right, right. Because it wouldn't have no connection to life. Now look at look at this um, at this first um, John 15. It says that the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine. You see, if we don't have a connection, we will die. Because we don't have life. And God is saying that, that that connection is the body of Christ. We need to stay connected to the body because we have life in the body. Um, The scripture talks about the, the, the body of Christ, I'm script, some of these scriptures, but in that Ephesians 4th chapter, it talks about the body of Christ. The elect are called the body of Christ for the perspective of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. And so that's why it's so important to be in the body of Christ. You see, the devil will try to come against you and take you out. But because the saints are together, right, right, right. he won't be able to do that. Right, right, right. Uh, you see this, this one thing right here? It says, this is represents upon this rock yeah. mm -hmm. I will build my church. Right. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. The enemy can come against you all he wants, but as long as you're in the body, he can't win. He, he can't prevail against you because you're this rock that God has built. You see, Peter had a revelation. 
He said, Thou art the Christ, right. the Son of the living God. And then Jesus said, Upon this rock, upon this revelation of who I really am, I will build my church. I will, the church is me, the church is you. I will build my people to be a strong people. And the devil's going to come. Oh, yeah, he's going to come. But he can't prevail because we're in the body. We need to stay connected. Also, the, the body of Christ is known as um, strange. Now, we had testimony in class, in Sunday school class. Sister Vanessa said when she went into this place, people were looking at her funny. Right, right. <laughs> because something on the inside, they, they don't like when they see it. They, 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 they don't like when they see it. First Peter 2 and 9 says, But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praise of him who called you out of darkness into the marvelous light. We don't care what people think. Because I was in the darkness and I was stumbling around and bumping, bumping things. And then all of a sudden I came to the light. And I said, wow. I looked at all this light. And I'm so glad about being in the light. I don't care who stays in the darkness. I want them to come out of darkness. But I'm not going back in that darkness anymore. I, I like this light. So we are a strange group of people to the world. You know, Israel was, was fighting battles and people said, you serve a God that you can't even see. That's what the neighboring the nations were saying. You serve a God that you can't see. That's, that's so strange. We see our God. We, we made it. <laughs> but in Israel's time, they served a God that they couldn't see. So we're strange people. We are the wife of Christ. He says, let us, Revelation 9, 19 and 7, let us be glad and rejoice and give unto him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife hath made herself ready. Therefore, election is corporate, and embraces individuals, uh, persons, only as they identify and associate with the body of Christ. You see, I have to be, I have to have some connection with the body of Christ to stay alive spiritually. I could die spiritually and still be walking around here dead while I'm still alive. But I need to have a connection with the body to live spiritually. I need to have this connection. Um, um, so we are the wife of Christ. We are a strange people, which is the body, the fullness of Philip at all, the, um, which is his body, the fullness of him that Philip all in all. That's Ephesians 13. Now, I'm going to end with this, 1 Corinthians. In the 12th chapter, in the 14th verse, it says, For the body is not one member, 
but many. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay? So there's a lot of members of the body. Mm -hmm. And all, all members don't have the same function. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's, that's important for us to know that. What motivates you might not motivate somebody else. Okay? The prime example was Martha and Mary. Mary. Martha was a servant. And she said to Jesus, Jesus, bid Mary to come and help me serve. And Jesus told her so many words, God didn't give that to Mary <laughs> to serve. He gave it to you to serve. You serve, and she's going to stay at my feet and be blessed. She chosen the better part. Okay, so example, how that work? If you have a teacher and a person to have uh, as a prophet in the same house, I get married, I get married. The teacher wants to know why aren't you studying like I study, and the prophet wants to know why aren't you praying like I pray. We have to understand that we can't put ourselves on somebody else. Amen. What you do, God has motivated you to do it. Don't believe that. Don't think that everybody's going to do what you do, what you're motivated to do. The teacher is motivated to study. The prophet is motivated to pray. And so we have the body is, 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 um, for the body is not one member, but many. And so you go down the line. What people are motivated to do. Now look at this 15 verse. It's really um, different. If the foot shall say, because I'm not the hand, I am not the body. Is it therefore not of the body? Hmm. Now, just think about that for a moment. Rebellious feet. Okay? Now, if you saw on, on the end of my wrist feet instead of hands, picture this now. If you saw feet instead of hands, the first thing you want to do is, is say, cut them off. <laughs> cut them off, and let's get a prosthetic. <laughs> Prosthetic hand. Mm -hmm. Now that works in the natural. But say the choir were full of robots. And they and they were singing. God didn't make robots. He breathed into our nostrils the breath of life, and we became a living soul. Mm -hmm. So if the choir was full of robots, Mother McCord could have had the testimony last week how she was healed yeah. while the singing was going on. Yeah. She received her healing. Yeah. Yeah. God wants to build his church. Yeah. Not yeah. robots. Amen. Not prosthetics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, now I'm going to show you. Information sees, but love covers. Mm -hmm. Okay? Let me give you an example. Love covers. You remember the story of the prodigal son? And when he was out there, 
he might have been so dirty and draggy and, and all of that. But the father loved him. Okay? So the father loved him so, I said love covers now. The father gave him a robe, covered up all that. People didn't see how raggedy the son was. All they saw was a brand new robe. Now, he was in the pig pen. He could have got his hands all dirty. Father put a brand new ring on his finger. You know, when we see a person's hands, we don't look at their hands, we don't look at the ring. I heard that, I heard you see, we, we, we say, I heard that she got engaged. Let me see that rock. <laughs> we ain't looking at her hand. We're just looking at the ring. So the father put a ring on his finger. The prodigal son, I don't know how long was out there, but he didn't have any shoes. This is the 15th chapter of Luke. He didn't have any shoes. And the father put some brand new shoes on his feet. And so when the, when the son came back home, he had new shoes, right, right. a new robe, right. and a new ring. Because love covers. Okay? Love covers. Now, let's get back to this, this foot. Foot on the, on the end of my wrist. So the pressure would be if I had feet on the end of my wrist to cut them off. Cut them off. Let me show you what, what the scripture says. If we go down to the 18th verse, it says, But now have God set the members, every one of them, in the body as it has pleased him. Now, God is gracious in his mercy and his love covers. Mm -hmm. We would say, cut them off. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, like the ear that Peter cut off, the high priest, if Jesus would have put it back on, it would die. You know, those feet, if they're cut off from the body, they'll die. Mm -hmm. But you know what I think Jesus would do? He put a glove on. Mm -hmm. They look like hands. Until they can get themselves together. You know, God, He protected us until we got ourselves together. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. And was able, while other people said, cut them off, get rid of them, let them die. But, but Jesus covers, love covers. And just like that prodigal. Son's father covered his son. Jesus covered us. Thank you, Jesus. 16th verse says, If the ear shall say, Because I'm not the eye, I'm not a, is that another body? Therefore, another body? If the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? If the whole body were hearing, where were the spelling? You see, we need one another. I always make the statement, I am incomplete without you. You see, what I, what I mean is that we come in a measure. Jesus came and he had to 
He came in the fullness. But we come in a measure. It takes all of our measures to make one body. If we put all our measures together, we make one body of Christ. And so, I need you to perform the gift thing that God has given you. Because if you don't, I'm, I'm incomplete. Mm -hmm. You see, when we look at the fourth chapter of Ephesians, it says God gave pastors and apostles and prophets and teachers mm -hmm. evangelists. He meant that everybody in the church should profit from those ministries. Okay? So if you don't have an apostle or a person that identifies themselves as an apostle, you call one in. So I need to be uh, ministered to by an apostle. I need to be ministered by teachers. Teachers keep us learning. I need to be ministered by, to a pastor. The pastor is a shepherd of the flock. I need to be a, a, a minister by evangelist. Evangelist keeps us reaching. And so we need to have those ministries alive, well, and functioning in the church. Amen. And so what happens is people come to churches and they size the church up. They look at the church and they say, I like that church, but something's missing. You know what could be missing? You. You get involved in what, what God wants you to do. That's what, that's what could be missing in the church. Amen. So, we want to stay connected. You know, the early church has such a connection that the Bible said God added to the church every day. They had such a connection with one another that God added to the church every single day. So it would have to be no wonder for God to work. We just need to stay connected. Amen. So how do we stay connected? Well, one thing is that when someone reads the bulletin, say, I'm, I'm going to be supportive of that ministry. It might not be the ministry that you like or the ministry that you are involved in, but it ain't about you. Right. It's about the connection. Yeah. So I'm going to this ministry because I want to connect with the people in the church. And that's how we stay connected. By Connecting with God's people. Another way is that if you see somebody don't, that, that, that's, that's in a church, but they don't seem to be 
connected, you help them to be connected. That's all biblical. You see, when Paul first became a disciple, the disciples didn't, didn't care for Paul. Apollos said, I'll take you, Paul, on my way. Apollos wasn't scared. Apollos took Paul until the disciples accepted him. Barnabas took Paul until the disciples accepted him. And sometimes we see people in the congregation that don't seem to be connected. We gotta make ourselves friendly to that person. Right. Show ourselves friendly to that person until they can get a greater connection. You see, when most of us came to the church, we didn't know anybody. But now we have brothers and sisters. And your connection doesn't isn't limited to the four walls of Grace Simple. Okay? <laughs> I want to connect with people of like, like, like manner, like, like I am, that's not members of the church. I just want a connection with the saints of God. No matter where they are, Amen. what church they belong to, I want to be connected with them. And I want to stay, I want there to remain a connection. We talk about in heaven. That's not going to be this name or that name. It's just going to be the saints of God. Saints of God. In heaven. Before God. And so, if I'm not connected, I need to be connected. If I don't have a strong connection, I want a stronger connection. You need to see, souls are involved here. In this connection. It's not just so you feel good because you connect. When we show love one to another, the world sees it. They know that. They, they can sense love when they see love. Uh, now, I don't know how the world knows everything, but they know what's going on in the church. <laughs> I don't know how they know, but they know. They know. Because you hear it in the street. I was questioning a young man, and I was saying, what's the word on the street about our church? <laughs> and he told me about the church. He said, he said, that church is where all the homosexuals go. And this is church. This, this, this is a person that ain't saved, you know. This, that church over there is where they take people money. I said, what about Grace Temple? You know what he said? He said, Grace Temple is known as a poor church. <laughs> poor, poor. We don't have a lot of money. But I'd be rather known as a poor church than the homosexual church. Amen. I'd rather be known as a poor church the church that take people money. Right, right. Amen. That's all right. So they have an opinion mm -hmm. of what the church is all mm -hmm. about. Yeah. 
But if we stay connected, if we have a strong love for one another, they'll know that too. And all men will know that you are my disciples. Amen. Amen. Because you have love for one another. Yes. Yes. They'll know it. They'll know it by your love. So I want you to think about what am I doing? Am I doing what God wants me to do? Or am I like that hand that's rebellious? I want to be on the end of, I want to be with a, that foot. I want to be like that hand. But you know what? We don't have to be like anybody else. We can be ourselves. God didn't make you somebody else. He made you you. Right. And so you do yourself. And you don't have to be like anybody else. I know sometimes people admire people, especially little brothers and little sisters. The little one admires the older one. And want to be like the older one. When it gets to a point time where I'm grown now, I'm older now, I want to do what God says to me. And not what my sister or my brother wants me. I don't want to be like that. So we want to stay connected. And if we don't have a strong connection, we want a stronger, a stronger connection. And if we're not connected at all, we're just like that branch. Remember that branch? If it's not connected to the vine, it'll die. Because it don't receive any life. So we must take a stand.